Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. Welcome to Leading Lights. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more information and resources. Today, the title of my message is Living with Change. I'm going to look at four main points and then we will pray together at the end of the talk. So four thoughts about living with change. Number one, the only constant in life is change. We are living through a time of rapid change as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. But if you think about it, we always experience change around us. Let me give you a few examples. Seasons change. In the United Kingdom, we have very distinct seasons. Winter, spring, summer, and autumn each have their own unique characteristics. I grew up in Zimbabwe and we didn't experience the same change of seasons that we do here in England about every three months. I love the crisp air and the occasional snow in winter. I love the new growth of spring and seeing those cute newborn lambs as I drive past farmers' fields. I love the summer when we get to wear shorts, a t-shirt and flip-flops, maybe put your cap on and break out the barbecue. And I love the way that the leaves start to change in color during the autumn. Now, we all know that we need to dress differently in each season. For example, you don't wear a heavy coat and gloves and a beanie in the height of summer, nor do you wear shorts, flip-flops and a t-shirt in winter. When we moved to the UK, I learned very quickly that we need to dress appropriately in each season. In the same way, we need to learn to respond appropriately to the changing seasons of life. People change. Jill and I got married when she was 21 and I was 23, and we have both grown and changed over the years. We've learned that the key to a happy and healthy marriage is to keep building a friendship and to keep studying and learning from one another, looking for ways we can be a blessing to each other. And I want to say that Jill is amazing. She's more lovely, more beautiful, and more wise with every passing year. And I look forward to our future together, knowing that the best is yet to come. Now, as I said earlier, we're living through a time of rapid change as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. And we need wisdom and courage as we go forward. I read this by Dan Ryland recently, and I quote, if there is anything you can count on in this season, it's constant change. The more that you can anticipate change, the better. But in this season, you're doing well to respond to change with adaptability and a mindset of seeking opportunities." End quote. Number two, in a world that's constantly changing, only God remains the same. Our God is unchanging. He doesn't change in his character and in his promises. Because he's perfect in all of his ways and faithful to his word, 
His dealings with us are always righteous and just. We can count on His unchanging love. Listen to these three Bible verses that explain how our God doesn't change, and I think you'll find them encouraging. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, we read, For I, the Lord, do not change. In Hebrews 13, verse 8, we're told, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And in James chapter 1, verse 17, we're introduced to a good, good father. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. I find that so reassuring and encouraging. God is always good, always faithful. He always keeps his promises. We can trust him with our lives. Corrie Ten Boom said, Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Number three, as Christians, we must change to become like Jesus. Our lifelong pursuit as followers of Jesus is to become like him. And we cannot do this just by our own willpower. We have to engage with the word of God and with the Holy Spirit. And we, as followers of Jesus, need both the Word and the Spirit to be transformed so we become like Him. We must renew our minds with the Word of God to be transformed. Listen to Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 that says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. We renew our minds by reading, meditating on, and acting on the Bible. For us to really change, we need more than just a weekly sermon, but time daily in God's Word. As we spend time in the Bible, we're changed from the inside out. A transformation takes place in our thinking, in our attitudes, and in our actions as we renew our minds. And we become more like Jesus day by day. We're also transformed as we spend time in the presence of God. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It says, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. You and I are changed as we spend time in worship and prayer. Again, this is not just a once-a-week thing, but a lifestyle of worship and prayer. The more time you spend with Jesus, the more you will become like Him. As followers of Jesus, we become like Him as we renew our minds with the Word of God and we spend time in the presence of the Holy Spirit through worship and prayer. Seriously, guys, how awesome is that? Let's take advantage of the opportunities we have to spend time with Him. Number four, as a church, we must be willing to change in order to reach people around us for Jesus Christ. 
Now, there are some things that will never change, like our mission and our message. But we must be constantly changing and adapting what we do in order to reach out to a world that needs Jesus. Our mission will always be the Great Commission that we see in Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Let me read it to us. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Our message will always be the Bible. It's still the inspired word of God, and it's absolutely relevant to our lives today. The Bible says of itself in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. But the way that we reach out to the world around us, both locally and globally, must constantly adapt and change. Listen to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 to 23. He was changing constantly so he could reach people with the gospel. It says, for though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I may win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. I think it's important for us to be relevant to the world around us. Let me remind you of the quote by Dan Ryland again. If there is anything you can count on in this season, it's constant change. The more that you can anticipate change, the better. But in this season, you're doing well to respond to change with adaptability and a mindset of seeking opportunities. I believe in this global pandemic and in a season of change, there are opportunities for us as followers of Jesus. I believe that our best days are ahead, that God has an awesome plan for us as a church and that he wants to, to use us. He wants us to bear much and lasting fruit for him. We need to stay flexible and we need to step out in faith. And we as a church can become a place where people are born again grow in relationship with God, and are equipped to influence others for Jesus Christ. I really do believe God has awesome things in store for us. Finally, as I promised, let's pray together.
Now, if you're watching today and you have never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I encourage you to do that today. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer with me. Father God, I want to give my life to you. I'm a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I make a decision to turn from sin and to follow Jesus. Thank you that I'm now a child of God. Thank you for your forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that with me today, please visit our website to watch a three-minute video that explains how to become a follower of Jesus Christ. When you go on our website or in the notes, just click on the link under the heading Salvation Through Jesus. Now let's pray a prayer together for wisdom and courage as we live in a season of rapid change. Father God, thank you for everything that you've done in our lives. We ask you for courage and wisdom as we live in a time of change. Thank you that you are always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Change us every day by your word and by your spirit so we become more like you. Help us as a church to make an impact in and be an influence upon the world around us. We want our lives to be fruitful. We want you to use us to tell others about your goodness and love. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for watching the sermon today. I hope that you've been encouraged in your faith. And I want to say thank you. God bless you. The best is yet to come. Thanks for watching. Please respond to this message by asking the Lord how he wants to change your life as a result of what you have heard. And if you have been blessed by this teaching, please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.